We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Ballbrock, Tommy Castor. This is Sports Daily on Wichita's number one sports radio, 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Welcome back, everybody. Sports Daily on KFH. Jacob Albrock, Paul Savage in for Tommy Castor today on the program. Glad to have Paul in. Uh, Good day for us to be together on a historic day in the NBA. We talked about this uh, a little bit throughout the program. We're going to wrap up our conversation on it here uh, because we need to get to some Kansas uh, Kansas City Chiefs audio. Uh, We need to get into a shocker game day conversation. All right, Paul. So, you know, we talked about some of the things so far, and you've said me, me, me with LeBron bothers you. Michael Jordan was as me, me, me as we've ever seen in pro sports. It was his thing. It's a part of what made him great. And I would contend that, you know, the problem sometimes with this debate is people take it personally. And at a personal level, there are a lot of people who are not fans of LeBron James, albeit because of you know, some of the stances he takes maybe, or maybe it's because he's bounced around from team to team and he had the big production when he went to Miami and he's been all these different places now. correct. That's fine. But I think we have to, when we begin the conversation of his place in the game of basketball, you've got to separate your thoughts on that because there's a lot of people that didn't like Michael Jordan either. There's fewer people now but when he was playing, he certainly rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. Um, so when we just look at the play on the floor, and here's what I'll equate it to. And I, I am fortunate enough. Brian Haney brought up the generation of being able to watch both. That's me, Paul. I, You know, MJ was the star of my childhood, right? And LeBron has been the star of my adulthood. And and that is I feel I I feel like Haney fortunate to see those two guys who most people put at the top of the list. Uh, here's what it is for me: Is Tom Brady Paul the most talented football player that's ever played? Even the most talented quarterback that's ever played? Well, probably not. I think there's you can look at some of the quarterbacks. You could almost sure. make a, a case a guy like a Randall Cunningham 
actually had more talent than well, Tom but Brady. Well, I mean, but I mean, even when you're talking about when, when you consider some of the greatest of all time, right? right. Physically, okay. I think most people would say like Dan Marino might maybe. be more physically uh, gifted maybe. or John Elway, right? I think okay. so. But, but is Tom Brady the GOAT? Yes. In, in football. Why? Because he's the greatest winner of all time. Championships, so, yardage, uh, the whole yep. smear. You got well, he has some stats, but that's not fair either because he's had extra games and the game okay. has changed okay. and all that stuff. Right, right. Well, sure. And the game okay. of basketball's changed too. The game I, of basketball's I, changed too. Don't get me wrong. It hasn't changed all that much from Jordan to LeBron, but, you know, between LeBron and Kareem, it certainly has. But th- I say that because now that we're at this stage in his career, the problem with LeBron when he was younger is he was still chasing championships. And he will never overtake now unless he got on some ridiculous run in the final twilights of his career, which doesn't appear like it's going to happen. He'll never be able to be a greater winner than Michael Jordan. So Jordan's going to always, for me, get that goat crown for the same reasons Tom Brady does. Greatest winners, right? And there's guys who've won more championships than Jordan and all that. But I'm talking about in this conversation. He's the most cutthroat winner, do what it takes. It's the same reason Tom Brady is crowned the GOAT. Now, the greatest of all time. That doesn't mean LeBron might not be the most talented player that's ever played the game of basketball. And that's where I have to separate it out. Because I do think LeBron James is the most talented player we've ever seen. Is he the GOAT? Well, if we're going to call Tom Brady the GOAT, then we need to call Michael Jordan the GOAT for the same reasons. And, you know, that that's where this, I, I think I've settled in on this as we've seen it sort out. And it, it's becoming clear that, you know, LeBron's never going to catch that part of Jordan's legacy. So that's where I sit with it. I don't have any problem with I think LeBron has been a great steward of the game of basketball. I think he is a good person, um, which isn't always the case among star athletes. Does Do I agree with everything he says? No, I don't agree with everything anybody says. So that part of it doesn't really bother me that much like it does some people because I think we're all different and we all come from different places and have different opinions and who cares. Uh, but just for the game of basketball, he's he's been he's, he doesn't get in trouble. He's a good family man. Uh, he's been a good steward for this league. And I, I think talent-wise, he's the most talented player we've ever seen. But I can't. We can't call him the goat because he didn't have the wins to match Jordan, and that's that's where it sits for me. Well, and and it, and it's it's even a little deeper than that. Part of the problem is you look at the overall image of LeBron, and and you're right. You you kind of hearkened back to that day where he was sitting in a gymnasium and 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 a big production. I'm going to take my talents to South Beach. You know, leaving yeah. Cleveland. a lot of people had a bad feeling about this. But you look at Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan may be one of the most one of the most commercialized, controlled personalities uh, uh, in the history of sports. Because you're right. You may also made a comment that Michael Jordan wanted to sell Jordans to conservatives, to liberals, to whites, to blacks, to whoever had the money. He wanted to sell shoes to those, those people. And so he was very, very careful on his image. LeBron has been less careful. Uh, and, and whether that's on purpose, I don't know. But LeBron has not been well, afraid. It is, it's very intentional. He has put himself out there and taken stances. And again, I, it's okay for people to take stances. My God, we live in a society where you better agree with everything I say 
or you're my enemy. I mean, that's that's the way we live right now, which is which is absolutely ridiculous. Right. That we that we hold that that standard and, and we're being pit against each other. Right. I understand that. Right, right. Paul, you you and I don't agree on a lot of things, but we don't hold that against each other. We don't care. We're no. friends. No, we love each and, other. But, that's right. It's, but exactly. Right. But, but we get into this world where, like, somebody with a microphone says something you don't like, and instantly they become your enemy. That's ridiculous. And and that's what, you know, and again, well. LeBron has publicly done these things because they're important to him. I'm I'm okay that those are important things to him. Like, I, that's that's great. You know, he's, he's, he's put his neck out there on a lot of things, right, wrong, or indifferent. He's put his neck out there on a lot of things. So did Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, clearly. Like, there's a lot of guys that have. Jordan didn't really do that off the court. So that's, I think, why he's dodged a lot of this. And and I just, when we have these conversations, like, let's just talk about the basketball because that's where the heart of the conversation goes, right? Just the basketball. Yeah, the Miami thing didn't work out like he planned. I would guess that 38-year-old LeBron James would tell 25-year-old LeBron James, hey, this is a really bad idea to do this with this way, right? Don't do that, right? Like, yeah, come on, right, like, sure. guys are young. And, yeah. and, and so it's just when we look at the basketball and we try to evaluate it, and I think that's why I, I thought it was an interesting answer that we led this you know, conversation off with from LeBron. He said it's a great barbershop conversation forever. I've obviously got confidence in me. I'd take me because I'm confident. Mm-hmm. Jordan would say the same thing. Kobe would say the same th- same thing. Shaq would say the same thing. I would imagine that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar would probably say the same thing if you got an honest answer from him. The guys have to be wired that way, right? Tom Brady would say that, certainly. Joe Montana would say that, certainly. Patrick Mahomes would say that, certainly. So, I, I it's it's and, and the craziest thing about it is... Paul, I've been doing radio for about 20 years now. And for almost that entire time, at least probably 17 years of that, we've been having this same conversation. And if nothing else, that means you belong in the conversation if you're LeBron James. Now, over that time in that career, has he been able to overtake Jordan? I don't think he has because he hasn't gotten the wins to back it up. But that doesn't mean I don't think he's the most talented player we've ever seen because I do. But the wins didn't get there. And he had lots of different chances in lots of different places. Some of that, you know, he did by his own design and it didn't work. And that's why I don't think he'll ever get to take the GOAT crown because of the wins. You know, Jordan and Jordan had really good teams, right? And a a Hall of Fame coach and all of those things too. But LeBron's had chances to do what he wanted when he wanted and it hadn't worked. And much like, you know, I don't know, Kevin Durant, who's who probably just talent-wise belongs in the conversation, he's not going to get there either mm. because they haven't had the wins to get there, right? right? And, and that's just the reality of it, and that's what Jordan will always have. Right. And does another player get to that point with wins? You know, Steph Curry had a chance there for a little bit, but nobody's going to call Steph Curry the best basketball player that's ever played. And and so I don't know. I'm sure there will be another basketball player that wins a ton of titles. I think talent-wise— um, you know, Luca is interesting. We didn't have any wins, so he's not going to enter that conversation right now. No. And at this point in LeBron's career, when he, you know, because Luca and LeBron are, are you know unicorns and what they've done as young players, but LeBron was reaching finals on bad teams, right? Luca hasn't done anything in the postseason, so it's a it's a fun debate, one that I love, 
as long as people, you know, don't try to get into this like personal attack on LeBron, you can like LeBron or not like LeBron. But when we're just talking basketball, let's talk basketball. And 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 we look at at LeBron James and we think to ourselves, well, that's a record that may not ever be broken. Hold on just a second. If you're thinking that, we thought that uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record may not ever be broken, and it was broken. Somebody's going to come along, and maybe not even while you and I are still doing radio, you and I may not even be alive. I don't know. But somebody's going to come along and break LeBron's record. I don't care if LeBron gets to 40,000. They talk about maybe 41,000 points is, is a possibility, and I get that because he's – led a pretty, you know, injury-free career up to this point. So, Jacob, sure. you and I, we don't know. Maybe maybe he is due for 40, 41,000. But somebody's going to come along. You and I may not live long oh, enough yeah. to see it. But somebody's going to come along and break that Definitely. record. But with that being said, uh, can he still be claimed? Uh, can somebody still claim he's the best of all time? Well, when you're the leading scorer in the NBA, which is the greatest basketball played in the history of mankind, I think you can make that claim. Yes, and I think that 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 a lot of people will make that claim. Uh, and so I get that. And by the way, I saw of all the stats that I've heard thrown around in the last day and a half, because I watched a lot of coverage of this last night. I found it fast. I really found it interesting and fascinating. I really enjoyed it a lot. But one of the stats about LeBron. And I don't know if you'd heard this stat. Do you realize that LeBron James, in his career, 20 years in the NBA, all those games he's played in, has only had 10 games, 10 NBA games where he didn't score in double digits? I heard it's that night, and I shook my head. I said, I did not know that, but that's darned impressive. 10 games. That he didn't score double digits, and and that's what kind of caliber player he is. Nobody's doubting how good he is. Nobody's doubting can he score. Nobody's doubting can he play one to five. He can. He reminds us of that night when Magic Johnson played all five spots for the Lakers. Remember right. that night, and it was you know played center down to point guard, all five positions on the floor. Uh, can LeBron do that? Yes. Do you want LeBron taking the last shot? Well, there was a period in his career I don't know yeah, that we yeah. wanted him to to do that, but we yeah, do now. but he's that do. But now we do want him to take that last shot. But uh, you know he's going to be. He is one of the greatest, if not the greatest. He's in the top one or two, and somebody might come out of the woodwork and say, "Well, what about Wilt? Wilt changed the way the game is played. Wilt right. literally yep. changed rules that governed basketball." So I mean that's pretty monumental, and he was. Uh, you know, a, a lots and number three. I believe he's number three. Is that right? Number three. I believe that's correct. Yeah, number I, three. I don't know because there's more guys scoring more points right. now, Paul, right. than ever before. So the game's changing, right? And that's going to happen. Right. I mean, you can make a case, you know, right there with LeBron. If we're talking about most, you know, talented and physically talented players, I mean, Shaq belongs in that conversation. We never seen. We still never seen anybody like Shaq. No, still haven't. No. I mean. And and so it's it becomes a really difficult conversation to try and sort it through, but ultimately, when you have the greatest of all time conversations, I think these days, Paul, and I think this is because of Tom Brady, the goat conversation will always be about wins. And in the modern game, Jordan, when you think about winning basketball, you think about Michael Jordan, and that's why he's going to have that. I'd ask you this though, Paul. 
And 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 we haven't talked about this. Just off the top of your head, and then we'll talk Chiefs in our next segment. You were going to ask me about you know records that are never going to be broken in Correct. sports, and I think th- I think there are plenty. But what I am curious about, and and just as we've talked about this, it popped into my head: which goat, right, is the least likely to ever be taken down? Right, which which goat? You know, whoever it is that you think of in that regard is the least likely to lose that crown. I actually think, you know, in in the major sports, like if you're thinking, you know, Gretzky, uh, if you're thinking Jordan, Brady, baseball, probably Babe Ruth. Walter uh, Johnson, for guys' sakes. Yeah, like baseball's a little trickier, right? But uh, of all that stuff, I honestly think it's Tom Brady. Like I, as we look at all of this, I think the Super Bowl is the hardest one to win, and getting seven of them and being seven and three in those games uh, of goats in sports, I don't think anybody's taken that crown from Tom Brady. I think eventually we could see it in basketball. Um, you know, I I think in baseball we might have it with Mike Trout before it's all said and done. His problem is he doesn't get wins, but. You know, individual baseball players, I think, have the least impact on winning championships of all the sports. Um, you know, Tiger Woods, whether it's Tiger or Jack, you know, whichever side of that you sit on, I, I would that ain't happening again. And and you know, I don't know enough hockey. I'd I'd have to defer to Jad on that, but I don't think anybody's ever been close to taking that uh, crown from uh, Gretzky. Uh, not so fast, my friend. Jad, what do you think about that? No, I uh, I don't think anybody's ever going to get anywhere oh, near but, Gretzky. Uh, wait a second, we're seeing some of Re- Gretzky's records fall. Number of road wins by or road goals. Road goals. Road yeah. go. I mean, we're seeing those records approached. I'm not so sure we can make that claim about Gretzky anymore. I don't know enough. I'll do, I, I I honestly like I I'm I would be a total buffoon if all, I tried to talk all to time people points about on hockey Gretzky history. Is twenty eight fifty seven. Nobody's coming near that right. ever. That's right. never going to happen again. And, and my greatest goat of all time, I think, has to be Walter Johnson with nearly 600 career wins in in pitch, in baseball as a pitcher. So, I mean, but we're it, talking championships. Uh, okay, you know, championships. If we're talking championships. I, I got you. All right, I, you know, because that's what separates Jordan, right? Um, I, I just like when you because that has to be a part of it. Doesn't have to be everything mm-hmm. to do with goat. Like sometimes right. in right. Gretzky's case, the numbers are just not going to lie, but. When you have to equate it and it comes down to championships, I, I think it's Brady. And and it's relevant because we're right on the eve of his retirement. I, I don't think anybody else is winning seven Super Bowls as a quarterback. Well, it, Heck, even as a player in general. Yeah. How many and, people are going to get 80,000 yards? I mean, think about well, that. Well, that'll happen. That'll happen. Oh, I, I mean, for sure. Patrick Mahomes will break his passing records. Well, you know, but you got to stay healthy. But not his yeah, Super Bowl. Right. Yeah, you got to stay healthy, yeah, and it's I, the hardest sport to stay healthy in. Right. I also just watched Gumby Mahomes look like he broke his leg and play the next week. Unbelievable. So, yeah, he's got he's got some of that factor too. <laughs> and he's lucky uh, to but have that. it's I love these conversations. I know people get mad about him. I'm glad that, you know, LeBron was able to make history and we saw it right. and it sparks this debate because, you know, in theory, these debates are right. fun. You're... And don't and, and and are good spe- and are well spirited. Sometimes people don't, you know, don't necessarily take them that way for some reason. Uh but that, it's okay. Real it's quick, all right. Real quick before we get out of this segment. I was really wanting to know what is your one record in the world of sports that will never be broken? Pitching never. wins. 
I mean, if you want one that's legitimate, pitching wins will never be broken, okay. right? Because the game has changed It's changed too much. so much, yeah. Okay. Um, you know, like th- those kinds of – there are a lot of those kinds of records because of the way the game's played that will never have a chance to be broken. Right. More real – you know, more more possible ones that I don't think will happen will be, you know, Jack's major championships. Um, okay. I don't think anybody's catching that, I, you know. I, I'd have to right. really well, think about it, enough. but off the top of my head, those are two. Pitching wins doesn't even seem fair, though, because, no. of course, nobody's going to win it. The game's not played that way. Yeah, anymore. it's a different game. I mean, you know, you're talking about now the standard 200 wins to get into the Hall of Fame. It used to be 300. Now it's 200. That's just the nature yeah, we, of the game. For me, Jacob, it's college football wins. Uh, ja- or, uh, Coach Giagardi, out of, out of Minnesota, St. John's, 489 wins as a head coach, 489 years, uh, 489 wins, 64 years as the head coach at that school. That, <laughs> that is a record. How do you, how do you get 489 wins as a head coach at the college level? Playing 10 games a year? 10, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you're literally going to have to win 10 games a year for 50 years. That's just not going to yeah, ever happen. Right. Yeah. You'd have the, the problem with it is you'd have to coach at least 50 right. as a head coach. That's right. Uh, to even get close. That's a good one. All right. 869-1240. Let's come back. Let's talk some Chiefs. We'll get you Let's ready for it. the Super Bowl. It's the Wednesday edition. Jad's got some sound for us uh, as we make our way through it. We'll be right back with more Sports Daily. Jacob Albrock, Paul Savage, coming back at you. Welcome back, everybody. Sports Daily, KFH. If you want to hear any of our discussion on LeBron James and his place in history on on his historic night, you can go to kfhradio.com and listen to that. We podcast it out all the time. Really cool. Glad we do that. All right. Uh, Jake Balbrock, Paul Savage here. Paul, let's turn the page to some Super Bowl here. All right. Shocker fans, we'll, we'll look ahead to tonight's game in just a minute. So, okay. Here we go. Chiefs-Eagles, Paul, a hard game to predict. We're just sort of navigating our way through it. You know, sort of the the conversation today has been a little bit around uh, Patrick Mahomes' ankle. Sounds like that's fine. Dan Israel, executive producer of the Chiefs Radio Network, told us yesterday, whether he was supposed to or not, that he thought the Chiefs, relatively speaking, outside of McCole Hardman, were going to be healthy coming into this game. So knowing that, that does help a little bit. I still like the Chiefs in this game, but man, Paul, it feels like a game, and we've talked about this, but I'd get your take on it. It feels like a game that could literally go in any different direction, and you could make a pretty easy case for that, and it's, it, to me, is a really unpredictable Super Bowl. Well, there's a lot of, of variance in this game that if they if they come to fruition, that that could change literally which team will have the advantage, such as pass rush. Which team's going to be better with pass rush? I think the Eagles might be. You look at quarterback. I think both are great quarterbacks, but you got to give the nod to a healthy Mahomes. And here again, we got two quarterbacks that are both you know banged up a little bit, and uh, I don't know that either one of them will be a hundred percent. One with the shoulder, one with a high ankle sprain. 
Uh, we'll see. But, you know, there are so many elements in this particular game that when you get to the final two in the NFL, both teams are going to have a lot of strong suits and a lot of things that they do well, yeah. which is the case for both of these teams. At this point right now, when I look at this game, I'm trying to figure out who protects their quarterback the best and who gets pressure on the quarterback the best. And part of that uh, equation for how I look at this game is the banged-up nature for the two quarterbacks. How important have we been to a Super Bowl? Of course, protection of the quarterback is important in any NFL game. But when you get to a Super Bowl like this and you've got two quarterbacks that are a little banged up, boy, it puts a whole new different emphasis on protection of the quarterback, allowing the quarterback to operate in the, in the pocket, allowing the quarterback to do what he needs to do inside the pocket. I don't mean outside the pocket. I mean inside the pocket. So I look at this game, and I'm trying to get a good feel for that. And right now, I kind of think that the Eagles have the advantage. Now, I could be wrong on that. I could really be wrong on that. But right now, as I look at this game, I think the Eagles might have a leg up with regards to uh, the ability to protect and the ability to put pressure on the opposition quarterback. And I could be totally wrong on this, Jacob. Oh yeah, we I agree. Like we're guess you were guessing, right? Like we're it's guessing. it's that kind of game, yes. and and that's fine. You know, a lot of games we have strong feelings right. about certain pieces and parts of it. Correct. I, this one isn't that way. All no, right, so not. we're talking about the health of the quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes. That's obviously something people want to know about. We've got a couple of cuts of audio here. Jad's got them. We've got Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes talking about that uh, ankle. Let's start with Big Red and his thoughts on Mahomes' health. Yeah, so I, I wouldn't tell you he's 100%, but the, the training staff works with him in, endlessly. It's, I guess it would be a tribute to both of them for Pat coming back for more and, uh, and for those guys cranking on him. So uh, Julie spent most of the time with him, uh, uh, rehabbing him, and we've got all the latest, greatest stuff to, to use technology-wise. So um, he's used it all and, and has been able to, Make make these jumps here, where he can he can actually function and play in a game, which is very remarkable. Yeah, and 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 it is. He's Gumby. That's that's my, right. my new thing. Like you just his his body does things and responds well to these things that most of us might you know put right. us in the emergency room. Oh, yeah. uh, here's Mahomes himself talking about that ankle. Well, yeah, no, I always say that I'm faster. I'm fast enough to run away from the guy chasing me, and uh, the uh, guy chasing me was pretty fast, so I ran fast enough to get to the edge right. and get out of bounds. And so uh, uh, the ankle's getting better and better. Um, obviously, this rest is going to help out a ton, um, but uh, they got a couple fast guys on their team as well, so I might, might have to pass that miles per hour this week. Yeah, I was on the sideline right where you ran, and, and I said – he can't wait a second. He's running like there's nothing wrong with him. It was awesome. Yeah, no, you know, that, wasn't that the last play of the game for you? It was the last play of the game for me. And you know how that adrenaline goes, especially yeah. in those yeah. big moments. And uh, you don't feel it until after the game. So was a little sore there that next day or two. But uh, luckily enough, we had those days off. So I was able to get back after it uh, later in the week. So that was talking about, of course, that final play against Cincinnati and then the penalty and the kick right. and all that stuff. Mahomes. I, I think is fine, Paul, and I think that's a part of it. Like when he's got to have it, I think he's going to find a way to get it on that ankle. Um, you know, look, he is one of the most deceptively fast athletes we've ever seen before. He doesn't look like he's fast. In fact, he looks like he's slow. He's not. And and that play was sort of a you know a real spotlight on what can the ankle give him if he 
absolutely has to have it. He had to have it on that play, and he got it. I would suspect that now two weeks later, the ankle feels much better than it did then. Right. And I think he's going to be fine. Yeah, two things. First of all, you're exactly right. Mahomes is deceptively fast. Part of that, Jacob, is in the world of football, there's a thing called angles. And Patrick Mahomes really does have a true sense for what is that angle of pursuit from a defender. Where is he? What is his angle? How does he get to me? When does he get to me? And I, I got to give Patrick Mahomes great credit. He has a great feel for the angles of pursuit that, that, that defenders take against him, and it allows him to get out where, wherever he needs with a minimal of physical contact. The other thing uh, about the, uh, the words from, Aunt, uh, from Andy Reid was, was simply this. Good for Andy Reid. I heard this quote that, that you played uh, just a minute ago, and he gave Julie a lot of credit. Who's Julie? I don't know who Julie is. She, she's got to be somebody on that staff. For, somebody uh, very Ann. important in that training room. Somebody I would, very I, I would important. Suspect. And I thought to myself, that might be the coolest thing I've heard all week. Andy Reid saying thanks to Julie, telling Julie, Do, you're doing a great job. But Julie, you might be the unsung hero of this Super Bowl. Congratulations, Julie. But I thought that was pretty cool. But it looks like Patrick Mahomes is making progress. Looks like he's going to be better. Listen, two weeks is a is a lot of time to rehab. Two weeks were really needed for this particular game, for this particular injury. But, of course, two weeks for Jalen Hurts as well, you know, to help with rehab yep. on his shoulder. So Absolutely. it goes both ways. But uh, I thought that might have been one of the greatest quotes of the week, thanking Julie for all she's done. Don't know Julie? But, Julie, on behalf of Sports Daily, thank you as well. Yeah, it's um, it, it, it's really – it's really cool that the Chiefs do stuff like that, but it but it's genuine, right? Yeah. Like I think oh, Andy no. Reid really does think that highly of people. No, no question. Um, no, it's and real. he always tries to you know take special time to to elevate his people, which you appreciate. Right. And you know I don't I don't remember if he did that early in his career at Philadelphia, but I think as he's you know become right. such a you know such a face for this league, he yeah. always takes time to do that, even in the biggest spots, and and that's great. And he always has fun mm-hmm. with you know the silliness of right. some Super Bowl questions today, answering you know his thoughts on coffee and cheeseburgers and rap music and all that stuff. And that's a part of it, and that's right. fun too. Yeah, um, only LeBron gave comes- a little credit like that. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> I apologize for that. Jared, Jared that was uncalled for, wasn't it? Jared's I, your homework it. assignment, Paul, yeah. is to go watch every press conference of Michael Jordan and look and okay. tell me how many times he ever gave oh. other people credit. Okay, I get the point. Okay. <laughs> did you watch the documentary? The the, the documentary I did. that. How Who many did times watch? was he. Uh, go back and rewatch that and, and talk to me about how you think Michael Jordan gives other people credit. Well. You can always doctor, and you can always present by editing whatever you want. Oh, oh, because because that's exactly what you're doing with LeBron James. <laughs> um, anyway, oh, Mahomes, funny. Mahomes, and Jalen Hurts, two very different quarterbacks. The two MVP guys. Mahomes is going to win it. Um, you know the similarities in these teams on paper are interesting, but these teams are nothing alike. And that's what is so fun about it, right? Jalen Hurts is an MVP candidate for very different reasons than Patrick Mahomes is an MVP candidate. Uh, Philadelphia's path to, what did they win, 13 games 
is or 14 game whatever it was is very different than the Chiefs path to winning that same amount of games. I think we are getting both teams as healthy as you could hope for in a game like this and I think you're going to get the best of these teams. Super Bowls are always unpredictable and always hard to get a gauge on. But there is really nothing to draw from in this game. Like what what do you pull from? If you're trying to pull for from from something that happened in the season that gives you insight into this game, I just don't know what it is. And and that's a part of it. And I think coaching may matter in this game, Paul, you know, as much as it ever does or more. And it's going to like I what I fear is one coach and one team is, you know, much better prepared because they got it right in their game plan and and this game you know, mimic something like we saw against Tampa. I don't. I hope that doesn't happen, and I don't think that's going to happen. But I fear it a little bit that one team is that much more dominant over the other, because I think it's possible. Right. But it's also possible that this game goes to overtime. You well, know what sure. I mean? Oh, like sure. it really is. Like the the spectrum of outcomes is wide, wide open. We've seen that in the betting lines, right? It hasn't really moved. It's essentially a pick 'em game. You're probably picking the money line whichever side of this you're taking. Um, and we'll make picks later, Paul. I've I've said from the beginning I'm leaning Chiefs, right? Like the Chiefs money line is my lean on this. Do you have an early lean or are you still mulling it over a little well, bit? Well, I, I have an early lean, and I, my lean would be to – I don't want to say this. I wish I wasn't no, you saying say this. It. I, I, nobody, nobody's going to take offense. I, I mean, it's, I, I it's look, that even. I look at this, and, and I'm going to ask you a question. I'm going to kind of point this out as to what, what I think on this because you've asked, and that is when I look at this, I lean to the Eagles. And, and the reason I lean to the Eagles is because I look at what is, if I ask myself, what's the best thing Kansas City has going for? What's the number one reason they win this game? Then I say, well, what's the number one reason, and at least as I break down the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, what is the reason I would choose the Eagles? My number one reason that the, the the Chiefs win is because of Mahomes. That's pretty simple. He's the most dynamic football player in the NFL at this point. My reason I believe that the Eagles win is because I believe there is the opportunity and I believe there's the ability to put a lot of pressure on Patrick Mahomes. And if that's done, then the Eagles get the uh, nod by me. And at this point right now, not knowing just exactly how healthy Mahomes is, and understanding that the, the the pass rush for the for the uh, for the Eagles is the best in the NFL. It's the number one pass rush in the entire NFL. And with that being said, I kind of have to give a little bit of credit that it changes the way offenses play when you have that kind of pass rush. Changes the way you protect. Changes everything. So right now, I give the lean to the Eagles. Is that the right lean? Boy, I don't know. But that's where I'm going right now, Jacob. I don't know if that makes any sense to you at all, but that's kind of how I lean right now. Nothing about this game makes sense to me right well, now. I got you. Uh, and we'll make our official picks on Friday. It is a shocker game day. We're going to come back and talk a little Wichita State ahead of UCF tonight at home. That's next on Sports Daily.
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back, everybody. Sports Daily on KFH. Jacob Albrock, Paul Savage with you here on this Wednesday edition. It is a shocker game day. Wichita State welcoming in UCF uh, for a game tonight, 7 o'clock tip at Charles Coke Arena. You'll, of course, hear the game over on KEYN, uh, as you'll hear all the shocker games in our Odyssey family networks here. Uh, Paul, we get into the part of this now. I've said, you know, in watching the most recent games that I think Wichita State ceiling we're finally beginning to get a grasp of, especially now for the starting five. And it's a starting five, I think, that is, you know, probably needs to be, when it's playing at its peak, a top four starting five in this league. Um, it's four to five, so, you know, top four to five. But you got to win games against UCF at home, and they've got a stretch of games here, uh, you know, this week home games against UCF and SMU that they've got to win. These are these are must-win games for Wichita State to me, Paul, because I think that they're better than these teams. They have them at home. They're starting to play well, and they got to have them, and it starts tonight. Right. Last six games uh, in a row, you know, you win a game, you lose a game, you win a game. You, you, you can't do that from the – what you're saying is, right. at this point, that stops. you got to get on a streak. you gotta, you got to win some games in a row – uh, and 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 it's time. It's it, the time is here for a Wichita State to have something like that happen. And uh, this is a good place to start. This is a good. You know, you got you're coming off of a win over Tulsa. Granted, Tulsa, Tulsa wasn't very good. And and if you watched any of that game, a lot of people in Tulsa think they're not very good either because nobody was there to watch that game. But with that being said, now you know you come you come back. You're playing at home. You get after it. You got to get some wins. You got to get on a run, and then that that will help you going into the tournament. And that's where Wichita State is at at this point. And the other thing is James uh, Rojas. I mean, he's he's on a streak. He's uh, he's kind of become the go-to guy, and he's got to continue. Rojas has got to stay uh, uh, relevant. He's got to perform the way he's been performing over the last few games, and you have a great shot at winning this game tonight. You're at home, for goodness sakes, as well. Uh, that that needs to be said. So, you know, I look for a good performance from Wichita State. I look for signs that this is where they're going to get to, but they got to win this game tonight or, you know, mediocre mediocre season is in the projections. So there you go. That's 
That's kind of what I'm looking for. Is well, get, I, I think get some wins I think in a mediocre row. season is on the table right now, it and is. I think most people would tell you that that's what this has been. I think. Well, I think. Good point. I think there. You know, you you can still go get a season that is better than that. But if you're going to do that, you absolutely down the stretch here have to beat UCF and SMU at home and South Florida at home. I agree. The other home game they get is Memphis and you need to we need to begin to think about that as a game they need to get. Basically, they need to get their home games. And then you go to Temple. Temple's been really good all year. To Tulane with a chance for revenge and to Houston. So, as we look at the final 7 games here before the tournament, you know, Wichita State at least needs to win Paul, in my opinion, four of those games. Um, they could do better than that. They could certainly do worse. But, you know, four wins in those seven will go a long way. Where that puts them in the American, I'm not sure. I think that their ceiling is high enough that if they, you know, can get on a stretch, which, again, you pointed it out, they haven't done in a while. Win, loss, win, loss, win, loss, win, loss. I will say, though, that I, the Houston loss still gave me signs. Here's what's interesting and really hard about the recent stretch of Wichita State basketball. I think they're playing their best stretch right now by far, right, with this group that they've been running out there consistently. The two-lane game, man, it sucks that they lost that game after the way they started it, right? Because that was a game where you saw some of them playing at the level I think they're capable of and been playing lately. And then the other ones at home against Houston, a game that I thought they showed themselves very, very well and then just got away from them at the end because Houston might be the best team in the country. I, that that loss didn't didn't to me do anything but make me think Wichita State's better probably than they've been playing because they hung right there with Houston and I don't think there's a lot of teams in this league that can do that. Um, so you got to go get them now. Though you're playing your best basketball, now play it consistently and go position yourself in the league. That's what's on the table for them tonight, Paul. Right, and I agree with you a hundred percent. You say they need four wins. I'm sitting here looking at the schedule right now, and I'm thinking to myself, man, that's asking a lot. There's some pretty good basketball games left for Wichita State. There's some teams here that are capable of winning against a lot of people in the country. I mean, Temple just beat Houston, what, a week or two ago? I mean, who yep. knows what could happen in, in this particular league? Memphis, talent, lots of talent. Are they as good as they should be? No, they're one of the more underachieving teams, in my opinion, in the nation. But Tulane could win. Houston, as you just said, they might be the best team in the country. I'm not going to argue with that. But, boy, I'll tell you what. Your task of four wins out of the rest of the season, that's asking a lot, Jacob. Got to be at least four. Got to be at least four. Well, that's asking a lot. It is. It is. I think they're capable, though. Uh, what's on tap is coming up next. Do want to take a minute, Paul, uh, you know, to send love to your mother. We lost her a couple of weeks ago. Uh, your mom was amazing. Uh, so as we have an opportunity here um, to celebrate her, we certainly will. Loved your mom. I know you did too. She's a great woman, Paul. Well, thanks so much. And thanks to the family right here at Odyssey. It's uh, It means a lot to know that you have friends who care. Thank you so much, Jacob. You're welcome, Paul. Uh, Virginia, rest in peace. And uh, we'll come back with Paul and tell you what's on tap the rest of the day. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, 
from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 